0: This is a podcast from the Queen City Podcast Network.
1: From the Queen City Podcast Network studios in uptown Charlotte, this is CLT First, Charlotte's first daily news podcast featuring five-second weather. Today is Thursday, February 15th. I'm Stuart Watson.
0: I'm Amy Bristol. Start the clock. Sunny, high of 56, clear tonight, low of 43.
1: I think you did it. I think you nailed it. School could be starting earlier. Charlotte area schools have been pressing state lawmakers to allow them to start the school year earlier. And now it seems that idea is actually getting a little bit of traction in Raleigh. WFAE education reporter Ann Doss-Helms is here. and why do the school districts want to start earlier?
2: Two reasons. Uh, One is that there has been a move toward having much more interaction between high school students and colleges. So, there are a number of high schools that are actually located on college campuses, and even those that are not often are offering community college or regular college classes. And they would like to be able to synchronize those schedules, and colleges tend to start earlier in August. And the other one, which also is mostly related to high schools, is that many of these tested classes are given in one semester. And they would like to be able to give those exams before the winter break, have everybody go home and relax and come back and start fresh. But when you have to start in the very end of August, then you have to either have a very short first semester or you have to take a winter break, come back and finish your first semester.
1: Why is the state so reluctant to do this?
2: I think it's because of the tourism industry. I mean, this, this went into place in 2004. It was controversial at the time. And there were some parents and teachers who said they wanted this. But the tourism industry really feels like they need that uniform summer vacation system. They need that that uniform window for teens who are working in the tourism industry. And they have pushed pretty hard to keep it as is. And they say, you know, once you open it up, people will do year-round schools. The next thing you know, there'll be no such thing as summer vacation.
1: And this is coming back up yet again because the lobbyist says could happen.
2: That's right. Uh, The Charlotte-Mecklenburg School Board was getting an update on the legislative agenda, and it was pretty broad and vague. And one of the school board members, Lisa Klein, said, well, tell us a little bit more about what we can expect this year. And Charles Cheater, the legislative liaison for Charlotte-Mecklenburg Schools, said, you know, maybe I'm being really optimistic, but I think this could be the year that we actually get some calendar flexibility.
1: Veteran education reporter at WFAE, and Doss-Helms, thank you so much.
2: Thanks for having me.
0: Early voting is now underway in Mecklenburg County. There are 22 polling places in the county where you can cast your vote. Don't forget to bring your ID and to catch up on the candidates and the issues this year. The Charlotte Ledger has a great online tool in their 2024 election hub. You can find candidate bios and their backgrounds, polling locations, and sample ballots just for you. Find it at charlotteledger.substack.com.
1: Can I say what I love about them? What's that? The observers started putting that information behind the paywall. You have to, like, click through the ads and everything. Charlotte Ledger, boom, right there. The way it should be. The Transportation Secretary of the U.S. is in Charlotte today. Uh, Pete Buttigieg expected to make a major announcement regarding our city's infrastructure. I can only guess. Also, Siemens Energy here has selected Charlotte as the site of its advanced manufacturing facility to produce large power transformers. That site will mean an investment of almost $150 million and bring 475 new jobs to Charlotte, and those are well-paying jobs.
0: Carowinds Amusement Park has announced that it will be filling over 300 jobs during its Hiring Week event starting February 17th through the 24th. You can apply either in person or online, and they say you could be hired that same day. Positions pay between $13 and $15 an hour, and folks as young as 14 can get hired for a summer job there.
1: In a moment, good news for the Hornets.
2: Where do you turn to stay in touch with the city around you? Broadcast news isn't what it used to be, and commercial radio doesn't scratch that itch. If only there was one place you could get it all, when you want, wherever you want, on your schedule, there is the Queen City Podcast Network. Listen to your city on your schedule at queencitypodcastnetwork.com, and everywhere you get your podcasts,
1: Brace yourself. We don't want to alarm anyone, but since Seth Curry has become a Charlotte Hornet, the team is 3-0. That is awesome. The Hornets should be well-rested after this All-Star break this weekend, as they did not place a single player on the Eastern Conference roster, although rookie forward Brandon Miller will be playing in the Rising Stars Tournament. Hornets play again at Utah February 22nd.
0: Celebrate Black History Month tonight at Mountain Island Library located at 4420 Hoyt Galvin Way with a program about Black genealogy called Moving Beyond the 1870 Census. Genealogy librarian Gabrielle Pritchard will host the event at 6 p.m. tonight for ages 16 and up. And it's Retro Game Night at Camp North End. Have fun playing Mario Kart. Over 40 arcade games hang out in the Nintendo living room and play VHS tapes on the VHS wall. All of it sounds like tons of fun and it's free from 6.30 to 10 in the Ford building.
1: My kids are so good at Mario Kart, I will not even play. They give me such a hard time. You're terrible. They reduce me to tears.
0: Oh, that's not nice. So they
1: play against each other. They have they have a healthier sense of, I don't know, self-security. Well, they're, yeah,
0: when you you not so much.
1: More secure or insecure <laughs> news tomorrow on CLT first.
0: queencitypodcastnetwork.com.